0: Hello, welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast, the podcast of the band Wildcats. My name is Adam, I'm a part of that band along with some of my friends like Charlie and Mitch, who I'm going to talk to soon. This podcast is our ongoing improvised musical about the Wildcats being the biggest band in the world, solving mysteries, and running a camp. This week's mystery is Wildcats in the Standing Desk. This one's not a mystery though, it's just a ten minute walk and talk with the President of the United States. But it's still improvised, but there's no songs. Uh but yeah. So I'm gonna go talk to Charlie and Mitch now about let's say Home Alone 4
1: Put your apples on
2: and get grooving Let your body go and get moving Get your feet above the ground Raise your arms wave them around Ten times wildcats is a whole lot it's a well known back wildcats rock gas smile No, you're in town. The so we get
1: oh man, I feel like this is like a season premiere or something where there's a musical act up top and a show that doesn't really do musical acts, you know?
0: No. what
1: yeah like what the momentous occasion big deal for the tv show so the whole cast performs a song even though it's not standard for that show to you know have like musical acts in it oh community season three
2: i think
1: i know community does it i'm sure others i'm I'm sure other
2: shows have done it i was gonna say riverdale but they just do it whenever the fuck they want (laughs) to yeah
1: right same thing (laughs)
2: So, we're kind of like the
0: opposite of most shows because I feel like most shows, all of the actors secretly love song and dance and like love musical theater. And so they all like can't wait to get to actually do it. And none of us like it at all, but we do a musical (laughs) podcast. Yeah. And we get a nice special episode where we don't sing.
1: Yeah. 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 We get a special time where we go, what if this episode doesn't have songs?
2: Like I guess the question is maybe this is worth saving for the episode a little bit but I feel like do do we hate song do we dislike song and dance more than we dislike acting <laughs> well, like, mm. I feel like as a whole <laughs> we like it or more comfortable with at least the song half of song and dance than yeah. we are with acting out a show I'll I'll go song <laughs> acting
1: dance my 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 likes there that's my priority list i like acting just not in scenes with charlie oh this is definitely all part of the show right hey welcome to and the wildcats and the podcast i'm your host mitch with me as always my good hosts my good boys adam and charlie
2: (laughs) hey guys with you, as hey, always, Mitch. seems kind of strong, but uh, <laughs> we me... are always here. <laughs> well, with Dang. me, you guys are always here.
0: Charlie can, Charlie, can you get with the program? We were in the show earlier, and Mitch is making a joke about always being on the show. Can you just get with it, dude? I
2: am not with it. This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Acting scenes <laughs> with Charlie. just doesn't. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, listeners, today, as of recording, is Wildcats' 8th birthday, and it may be the end of Wildcats as we know it, because Adam is being so hurtful to me uh, that I'm thinking about packing it all up,
1: quitting the band. Because
0: Wildcats is Charlie's. It is ours. We at, at Charlie's
2: pleasure, do we all get to be a part of it? <laughs> and he's been threatened to take it away. Yeah who knows what would happen if if it weren't for me uh i would take i could change the Bandcamp password
1: yeah but faster. he's made that threat. like for you you could change the <laughs> <Bandcamp> password <laughs> you've threatened that like hundreds of times though over the over the years i mean oh
2: oh yeah anytime anyone <laughs> wants to play an instrument i want to play on a song uh you say I just like <laughs> look i'll, at I'll stop this whole organization <laughs> You're sort of like the opposite of
0: Ben, who always needs the passwords for everything. And it's like, (laughs) we don't have those really more readily than you do. Like, I could search my whole text history for that information, but so could you.
1: Yeah, the feature on Chrome where it actually has a page that lists all your passwords everywhere, but I still, like, tear through my desk looking for some password I made for Chase Bank, like,
0: three years ago. That was a weird thing when I first got Google Chrome, and they're just like, "Is it okay with you if we make a website of all your passwords?" <laughs> and I was like, "I guess." Yeah, you're but like, like, "I think that I think that's weird."
1: <laughs> yeah, it's aggressive, that's for sure.
2: It's cool. Uh, Some
1: uh, a grudge I hold against like the world is when I learned that. The guy who first claimed all passwords need to be super complicated and contain uh, a variety of characters and digits, uh, that man ended up going public saying that was, like, super bullshit and really not founded in anything. And that, like, no site or person is going to guess your password if it's just, like, the name of your cat. Uh, And then now you still have sites that want that have all these rules saying you can't have less than 16 digits. It has to contain a capital letter and a lowercase and also a punctuation and also a number. And I'm sitting there going like, this is proven stupid. And I still have to do it. I get really worked up about that. But
0: yeah, that's why I I, I recent like a couple years ago, I just started doing like grammatically correct sentences, short sentences as passwords because it's like. Oh, like the punctuation and everything is in there naturally, and <laughs> oh, that's it's not pretty just good. like some weird code. It's just like a little sentence. Like for instance, it could say, uh, "Discover your companion's world. Two <laughs> worlds are richer than one."
1: That's very good. I I just do um my <laughs> pin number, which has been part of all of my passwords, but I hold shift so you do four digits and then you hold shift and you do the same thing but it does the punctuation associated with that button on paper it reads super wacky like you just picked four random symbols but then you're like typing it in it's incredibly simple because you just like do that pattern over again it's very fun
0: does uh holding down shift and hitting the number pad one still do it uh i don't think so yeah Yeah, it it doesn't either it's fun that they uh, like read as different like commands to your computer.
1: Yeah, but when yeah. I put my password in, I use the top row because I originally made my password on a laptop and never had a number pad thing, so I don't type in my mm. password with that.
2: Dirty jobs with top row. Maybe Ooh. it would be fun now to, <laughs> like, in the middle, switch over to your number pad and have it be, like, uh, with the num lock off So it's the directions <laughs> So it like kind of like Puts in characters in the so middle of the So it looks like the, the Konami
1: code or something?
2: Yeah, well if you go left in the middle of the password All it means is you're Writing more stuff After the last letter of your password uh, Whoa. Wait, how do you get the How do you Could you actually Before. get the arrows
0: to
1: show up? No, yeah, you it's just like to move tell, left or right it all just within looks like the password dots, Right That'd be impossible to, to, to crack. That's the real secret. Wait. If you want to make a difficult password, type it out, then click your cursor in the middle of it and type something again, and no one will ever figure out what you did to get that. That's one of the things
0: that they do say is like, uh, oh, if someone has a... If someone's like... like I, 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 Actually, it doesn't seem to make sense at all because you could... Maybe clicks don't register as like keystroke spy programs... But, like, I've definitely heard about that where it's, like, typing your password out of order was a thing.
2: Hmm. I, guess, I guess the thing is, like, a keystroke program wouldn't be able to know, like, the data about a click is way harder to read even if you have it. It's, like, you have the click and you maybe have this data about, like, how far the mouse has moved in any direction. But you don't know where it started and you don't know what's on the screen. Uh yeah maybe who knows uh <laughs> I would I would guess that like
0: if there's like a click tracker it also registers more than just like coordinates
2: yeah but I don't know like what is the what is your mouse well, yeah, sending is, to your uh, computer that's... probably like just like five degrees left
1: probably yeah
2: maybe it's it's like Heisenberg I guess like my principle. point is that I don't know and so I kind of don't. <laughs> see put, the point can you put like emojis in your password if you make it on your phone uh oh no oh
1: my password is just the tongue out emoji six times
0: <laughs> didn't someone have a emoji in their song title on spotify definitely yeah
1: i'm sure someone has
0: it makes me sad about DistroKid. we could never do that
1: yeah, Oh yeah. there's a
2: lot of things we can't do uh, <laughs> on DistroKid that other people could do, and that isn't the one that we've had to deal with yet. <laughs> but uh, well, we uh, we love you, DistroKid.
1: You make Wildcats possible.
0: Yeah, but what is really the worst thing that's happened to us because of DistroKid? Countdown celebration? Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Not bad. They just wouldn't let us name <laughs> tracks. Single numbers. <laughs> <laughs> they, thought, they thought we were. They thought we were. Si- they were like, "No, you don't put the track number in the title. Uh. We do that." And it was like, "No, that's not it. The only one where that actually lines up is three.
1: <laughs> that uh, uh, that was, became a thing on Apple where they were saying like your your podcast could get like taken off the Apple Store if you have metadata in your title, and I at this point had. One hundred and ninety-eight episodes of Crucible Radio with all those numbers in the title, and mm-hmm. I just took like an hour at work doing like fixing all those, and was like, "I guess I'll do another fifty tomorrow." And then there was this follow-up email saying like it won't retroactively hurt that, and I was like, "Great,"
0: but it could still hurt us. I think should I not still be putting numbers?
2: I, think I stopped. Just, but I, I don't think, think it's gonna like break it about that they like, realized they it was just like too, too much of a complaint, hassle and it was like oh yeah this is there's no way we're going to be able to maintain this <laughs> and like we lose too many podcasts that are old that people will be pissed about i hope and everyone who
1: just started a podcast didn't get that email from a week ago and doesn't know to do that
0: and like it's just such a arbitrary decision i feel like when we were starting wildcats in the podcast we had the conversation just like should we put numbers in or or not and we yeah it's just like part like of the look, minutes, right? ultimately no one really cared so we were just like okay let's do it
1: <laughs> we did it for i feel like we did it for crucible radio for like a reason especially just because it went a long time and uh it's also like very topical because it's about a game that changes and like specifics in an old episode won't be relevant to the game where it was today but then gaming in hell I was like these are just like conversations that you, I would want you to gain something from even if you listen to it a year later so we didn't do numbers But well, maybe oh, that man. was foolish of me
0: maybe that was really smart could be Wildcats is evergreen why did we number them? I guess <laughs> one is always the best number
2: yeah and so when you're starting, it's like <laughs> the benefit of doing one is <laughs> getting to ride that one high for the first.: It's episode. so worth it. You don't
1: think about the future ahead. Um, I guess
2: also it helps people know what
0: order the episodes do. in case they thought maybe you released them out of order, then you know for a fact that we didn't.
1: Oh, it makes yeah. total sense. This is like a uh, you know
2: an ongoing narrative in these in these shows. Yeah. I would want them to be numbered. That's convenient. I I don't like it when I have it on my uh phone and a podcast doesn't have the numbers because like I might go and like I'll kind of remember what episode I was on and then I scroll back and go like okay how far am I scrolling when I'm trying to binge this podcast and it's like oh I'm not going to remember like based on the idea of the episode and I'm not like Apple Podcasts the app that made them want to do this doesn't show the number of episode like anywhere clear. So yeah. it's like, oh, I have to understand that, like, oh. uh, for example, today's really episode, funny. the standing desk, would come after uh, last week's episode. Batteries not included. <laughs> Great titles, ever,
0: by the way. Did I, did I ever tell you
2: guys <laughs> about
0: when I saw Yo Yo Ma and the g- guitarist from uh the guy who played Eye of the Tiger have a solo duel for the song Eye of the Tiger.
2: Wow. No. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking
0: through like things that things that were on my list of podcast things, and, like I scrolled way up because us- I usually I would say like nine times out of ten I don't talk about any of them. Yeah. So this one, I just I guess maybe I just missed it, but I went, and saw, I went and saw Yo-Yo Ma play in the park this summer in Chicago, and he ended the whole thing by bringing out a bunch of middle schoolers and they all played, I think it was, it might, it might have been like a School of Rock chapter, and for, he like played the full Bach cello suites for like two hours, and then brings out all these teenagers, so like it's two hours of solo cello. And then he brings out a bunch of teenagers <laughs> and the original, like, guitarist and singer from the band Survivor that did Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. And they all played Eye of the Tiger, and then they, like, traded solos, and uh, the other guy, the guy from the band Survivor, he has purple hair. That's incredible. Yeah, I guess in- he didn't credible. tell us this.
1: <laughs> that's really something, though.
0: Well, now I'm going to take it off my list of things I could talk about. Um, <laughs> I
1: have-
2: that one was burning a hole. I have an update <laughs> that's maybe even... More burning a hole than that. Uh Okay. I don't know if this is a problem on Spotify, but uh Apple Music through DistroKid thinks what a world we live in is our live album and it <laughs> thinks the song Born Up Live is live, so it does born up parentheses live. And like to be fair, looking at it where it's like born up hyphen live like, I totally get why a machine would think that that was a live song, uh-huh. given yeah, that up live alive. is not a word, but they should have allowed like, it.
0: What other, like, metadata things are
1: there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to figure out how to phrase this where we're having a uh, meta podcast conversation about podcast metadata. Should we, should
0: we, should we like, uh, let people know? Should we like, I feel like, I feel like we shouldn't, I feel like people shouldn't go into this episode of and the, uh, yeah, we talked about it last week. We did? Okay. Well, hey, if you're listening, it's a 10 minute episode with no music.
2: (laughs) Oh, That's this
1: week. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. And (laughs) if we're using the beginning,
2: I guess like we weren't clear in the cold open of this episode, why this episode was special, but, uh, yeah, no music, uh, if you come to the show for music every week, uh, check out all of our albums that we're talking about right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, metadata. I think we
2: should just keep talking about metadata. <laughs> yeah, let's um,
1: definitely uh, try to keep it
2: going. So, today, uh, you're going to love this. Because, you know, the first Wildcat song ever. Name it if you can. Intro. Intro yeah uh (laughs) and uh, the second wildcat song ever name it if you can first no first no first day of school yeah first day of school and today on wildcats day eight years after first day of school was played was the first day of school at us excuse me usc (laughs) (laughs) uh and it was
0: the uh the uh first day of school at (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh usc <laughs> yeah but it was it was a wild mess uh it it sucked was it no one knew where their classes were it's just like i for i don't think i've been on campus on the first day of school in a while and it was just like i was like okay well i should grab lunch and then it was like oh no i absolutely where'd
0: you, where'd you grab lunch
2: <laughs> nowhere because the line everywhere was like a hundred people long and uh I couldn't work anywhere. I spent a lot of time oh, looking Oh cuz no that.
0: one packs lunch for the first day of school cuz they miss the cafeteria food so much. Exactly. At this point. It's been you all get it.
2: Summer. Mm. And I guess like kids are not like ditching class yet. So mm. they are all mm. out and about on the first day. It was a lot. It was stressful. It was hot. Uh my bike seat broke. Uh Well, the, is Everything the story interesting? Is good and no. bad, but it's real.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I had a semester, or I did this at least, at least like maybe one semester. I didn't fuck this up, but every semester of college, I missed the first class of at least one class, <laughs> like the first day, and it just always like you happened. Were in dropping or like I woke up late to, like, an early 8 a.m. freshman year and was just like, fuck, I missed the first day of this class. And then it was just a routine
2: you had every semester from then on.
1: Yeah, but I would do it in different ways. Like, I would look at my Tuesday schedule instead of Monday and I would get to campus an hour, like, two hours late and be like, oh, fuck, that's today or that was yesterday and mess that up and have to email the professor and be like, I'm an idiot. And then one day I was like in a class for 15 minutes and then realized it was not the class I was supposed to be taking and was just like oh my wow. god and That's I walked how out you ended up
0: in the CIA right?
1: yeah <laughs> it was
0: actually just a special secret meeting and <laughs> they're like well they all knew the time and the date
1: yeah and I was and, too uh, uh, embarrassed to get up and leave so I just said yeah I'm supposed to be here and they let me join yeah. Uh, yeah. And that story actually ends with the first time
0: Mitch took a life. <laughs>
2: yeah. Three or four assassinations later, uh, Mitch got a dishonorable discharge and now he's here. NDA broken. Uh, and that's when
1: I told my professor that I wasn't even supposed to be there the first day and he thought it was so funny.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And this professor was a uh, Comey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a good laugh about it once. The- Do you think. Comey probably like runs assassins, right? That was probably part. That was was part of his job
2: as FBI director. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Just like, no, no, no. This assassin d- reports directly to Comey. but it would just be like domestic <laughs> he goes assassinations, to CSU right?
2: Campus to have these meetings with the trainees. Well, yeah, you need them to be. Uh, it's it's a front, and on the first day, like the first day, you like show off a little more like you have the president you have the person in charge show up and you might not see them afterwards but yeah
0: and everyone knows that colleges are really just a front for like uh like liberal politicians to recruit young people
2: yeah Yeah. and so call me for stuff
1: like the cia
2: that's why mitch is doing all this programming with shows like gaming in hell uh at everyone Uh, and this very show yeah these are actually cool mind control podcasts
1: (laughs) I'm just trying to get some programming in
0: (laughs) (laughs) just trying to practice your programming see if you could make a hypnotizing podcast
1: (laughs) I'm actually no longer doing gaming in hell which is why I guess I just like naturally did the intro today on this show Because I was that, like, oh,
0: that, that is crazy. Like, you're finally on back on this show, too.
1: Yeah. And I guess yeah. I just couldn't make it a week without doing I'm your host, Mitch, with me as always, as my co hosts. And I had to say that. That was weird.
0: Hey. I guess we need to make a new uh, Squid City podcast,
1: then, huh? I guess we have to. Let's talk <laughs> about the metadata.
2: <laughs> that would actually be pretty yeah, helpful, we- though. Like, a podcast <laughs> that really gets into the details of how, like, to submit your podcast to, there's
1: definitely a, a Libsyn podcast that does exactly that.
2: <laughs> yeah, but is it's there like Libsyn is like, you know, it's it's not a f- third party. It's like they want you to use Libsyn. So right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Having someone like yeah. Squid so like, City here's how you have a podcast: first,
0: <laughs>
1: log on to Libsyn. I found a very, very elaborate article when I was trying to just like really research the stuff once i realized i was going to be podcasting for a while and get a sense of what a professional podcaster really suggests you do and this one thing i found i wanted to launch gaming in hell like as as best i could since crucible radio started as a whim but i was like this one's planned and one of the first things was just like record 10 episodes in advance and have them to release and i was like no, I will never have that much prepared podcasts to go. And I yeah, mean, it's right? one and the, I guess, the, I guess that, is prepared, yeah. but like this was, I was just like trying to think of how that works. What show could just do 10 weeks unless you're like a, I guess, non topical show or something like that. But I was like, okay, I guess I won't release this podcast for months while I schedule this and edit it all. So I don't know. I didn't really read that article any further. Yeah.
0: Like, I guess there is a definite world where we just scratch this part of every episode of the podcast and we would totally be that podcast that records everything in pieces right. of 16. Like, but I also guess- I just want to say um, Mitch, that podcast you're doing Gaming in Hell, that was one of your hypnotism podcasts about running people and I, I just really think this moment from the show is so funny so I want to play it for the listeners. And then that was a code that told an assassin exactly where to go and who to kill. And that was. And we're going to miss gaming in hell so much.
1: <laughs> I just want to try to describe this to you guys <laughs> and to the listeners. My computer monitor that I'm sitting in front of has a weird thing. Uh, it's Ooh. not covered by warranty. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. But when. It's no longer projecting something, and the screen turns off. It goes to the like factory mode menu, and will start the oh. uh, uh, the burn in pattern where it goes through the primary colors, and my screen will flash green, red, blue, white over and over again until I manually turn it off with the buttons and when until I'm podcasting
0: you, until you kill your mark yeah, when I
1: podcast I cannot touch my computer for long enough where it does that so right when you started playing that weird ass sound my computer started blinking and I was just like, like my, my breath just disappeared for a quick second I was like, and then realized oh that's what my monitor does but the timing was absolutely terrifying and I am shaken to my core
2: that is, uh, that is good to hear, Mitch. And I
1: really, I really want to fix this. If anyone has a Dell and it does that, is that real
0: weird. It's really what, annoying. Can you watch like a
1: movie? Yeah, yeah. Because like, if a screen's doing something, it's fine, I guess, and it recognizes uh, video as something. But just like Audacity running and an unmoving Discord page doesn't uh, keep it awake. So,
0: yeah. It's a bored monitor. It's just not stimulated enough.
1: Yeah, and then the for the only like thing on the forums is this like moderator on the Dell forums being like, "Your computer should not do that. I cannot continue this chat." And they just like ignore people <laughs> posting. <laughs> what? It's really weird. They're like, "No, that is not warranty. That is not supposed to happen. Please discontinue this." And I'm just like, "But that's not helpful. I don't want it to do it either." uh and they just like all the threads about it are just like shut down by this moderator. So it yeah, it That's does insane. definitely trigger an assassin who's been uh you know in a deep sleep for a while. Uh clearly. Right, they're just
0: like oh my god, please we need this off the
2: site. Right, like imagine <laughs> I can't only explain, one guy is supposed I can't to go kill that why, guy. <laughs> but you cannot know about this. <laughs> like <laughs> like I feel like you get that sometimes where it's like up I like put a new screen on my phone and jail broke it and now it's like fucked up and I get like I do sound like that the guy being like sorry uh, we don't care this is not what our <laughs> yeah, service right. is for but like what is even the thing you would have done with your monitor that like made it do some what that this wild bullshit like it's not like you yeah. can like jailbreak a monitor <laughs> and like- <laughs> I've definitely not
1: fucked with this monitor it's like I value this piece of technology and don't jailbreak stuff. But yeah, I think like the power got disconnected from it once and it started doing that. And then years went by and I have yet to find a fix.
2: Like that's not on. That's gotta be kind of under the warranty. Like at least (laughs) enough to be like, yes, this is the problem. turns out you broke it and it's not under warranty anymore because you unplugged it. And, uh, like that's, excusable in a way that shut up is wild I love it yeah
1: he didn't like it and it's also like dumb because it's a fixable problem temporarily like I just go into the factory menu and turn off burn off turn off the like burn in pattern and then the next time I turn on my computer I just have to remember to do that so it's like two extra buttons for me but
0: (laughs) oh so it has it's like defaulted to on and you can't do anything about it yes
2: That's basically what happens. The, like, memory of it, like, is just, like, like, it can't remember the settings you saved.
1: I think I have to go kill a person, and then it'll stop doing it, but I I, I don't know who the target is. Yeah, something happened to this monitor where it's not
0: forming new memories. Hmm. It could be from a really traumatic experience. Or it used to be a person who was killed, and the only way they could save them (laughs) was to turn them into a monitor.
1: This is really playing out like an episode of And the Musical. <laughs>
0: yeah, we should do an episode where... We should have done it. Was it season two where there was supposed to be like a mass hypnotizing yeah. thing? Yeah, mass we should hypnotizing have had a, TVs. We should have had a <laughs> bunch of assassins show up to the same assassination and not know that they
2: weren't <laughs> the only one and be like, huh? And then gotten in a big fight. Yeah, oh, it's too bad that all we had them do was... Make an overpowered payphone and, like. That, I think that was a plot thread that didn't go anywhere. Mine for yeah, penguin just like eggs the, or the some the shit. Car battery.
0: Just, that plot thread existed only for us to find out who was doing it.
2: It was just purely like, uh, we don't know what this episode meant yet. None of this makes sense yet. Let's just make it that they were hypnotized and then it fits in the larger mythos, sort of. <laughs>
0: Well, but then it was a whole season of us being like, boom, it's the hypnotizing again. It's this big overarching thing. But I I don't remember why anyone was hypnotizing
2: anyone. I don't think we ever explained it.
1: Yeah, no. I, don't. I certainly don't remember.
2: Because we got unhinged. It's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the things the Wildcats figured out in the year uh, while they were unhinged that... We just didn't talk about in the near perfect golf swing. Bingeable versions of the
0: uh, other seasons of the podcast were going to be up this weekend, but like they just kept. I think is because this I, some, if, to go back to metadata. I think this audio like do this convert the, the way I'm converting them. They just sit there uploading to Bandcamp for a long time, and then they go to processing, and then it's just like error. Nope. And it's Damn. like, oh,
1: I I did the whole season Ugh. that way. So I need to figure something else out for season two. That's such a bummer because having them all on the band camp is pretty sick, and I'm like gearing up for Cause that's to number four or five on the full season
0: one. Yeah, because like two. that's how we listen to them is we just binge them all right before we have to make a new season. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah we we I listen to the most and the probably a day or two before you guys get to la <laughs> and uh, i have to I think remember exactly to- what's happening
2: i listened to the whole season the week adam makes it available <laughs> and then i listened to it like probably a week and a half before we do a new season and then realize like oh i finished this way faster than i thought i guess i will listen to them all again mm-hmm. and um uh, <laughs> Yeah, then, I always think like, oh, I'll need like
0: a whole week. I just need to start early, and then I'll listen to half a season in a day, and be like, oh, I literally, I probably needed one or two days to listen to this. And it's always nice because it reminds me that it is good. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I, I, I think, think and great.
0: The's good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of good and goods, uh, oh, Adam, someone's got a brand new store. Good on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah,
0: dude. I got mini metro this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Paid ninety-nine cents for mini metro. It was a good investment.
2: What is that? It's a game. It's a video game. Oh cool. Mitch has <laughs> yeah. talked about games before uh in some of his programming casts.
0: Yes. You, He's uh, always told the Assassins it's just a game. You need to win. <laughs>
1: That's how that's how you recruit the gamers to, to to kill for you is telling that, to getting them really worked up about a video game so much they can take a human life.
0: Yeah, I mean swatting.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Swat-
0: <laughs> swatting involves people getting worked up about a video game. Am I right? Yeah.
1: Or is it that they're so not worked up that they? I think it's just like a pure disconnection from. <laughs> reality and consequence thinking like oh I care about this so I'll just like fuck with some people
2: yeah I guess they uh, would, like swat that guy who but who is playing video games with him in uh, Home Alone f- 5 uh, do you remember that oh yeah they do gets, swat him sw- someone gets
0: swatted in Home yeah. Alone 5 yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> holy Kid shit Buddy. <laughs> that's fucking nuts
2: when did Home Alone 5 come out
1: it was the it was the one that was on like ABC Family before it was called Freeform the
2: TV yeah. network. It was uh, like it, oh boy. It's got to be like 2012 or 2013 cuz that's when we watched all of the Home Alones and it like we <laughs> I mean, were Home like o- let's watch all the Home-, Home Alones and we were like one came out this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Home Alone 4 was also just like a TV
1: movie though, right? No, it was like a that was like a direct to DVD and the and four yeah. was like terrible.
2: Like, oh, it was also a TV movie. I guess it was on ABC. too. It? Oh wow, because it's like more. It shouldn't have been on TV. Ter- terrible.
1: Right, it's. It's the worst production I've seen it's incredibly bad, and Five has like a made for t v charm to it, you know, like it's certainly dumb and silly, but like yeah like there's a little bit of, scene. yeah, it has some warmth to it, but yeah he's like he's like friends with the dude on Xbox Live, like an adult man, and is like talking to him before he's gotta like put the controller down, and so like I guess he's still on Xbox Live or whatever, so the cops talk to the guy on the... I don't know, it's insane. I think yeah, he, cops like, go calls to that guy's apartment. <laughs> he
2: calls their parents... and is like... your child is kidnapped right now... and he's socially awkward... so he makes it sound like he's the kidnapper... and so they trace that call... and just... the SWAT team shows up to his house... and he's like... and he's in a completely different state... or something... And so yeah. the SWAT team can't make it over to New Hampshire. But the, because... And then they get
1: there, and uh, all the cops like stay in that dude's living room while he's on his headset talking to the kid. And the cops are just like, "What's he saying?" Like they don't go anywhere and try to like listen in on the developing story. It's it's great.
0: It must be a great moment when you're a child actor to be like, "Okay, now we're doing a photo shoot for like the cover, the promo picture of this movie." we need you to do the hands on the cheeks and the big O face (laughs) yeah you're like like... the child actor of all child actors like it's i mean it's shirley temple and then it's that blonde kid right it's like imagine like yeah you get to leave your mark on the biggest child actor pose in history right that's the oh no
2: the aftershave ouchie It must be incredible, too, to be Mike Weinberg, who got to play (laughs) Kevin McAllister and do the big ouchie as Kevin McAllister (laughs) on Home Alone 4, also known as Home Alone, taking back the house.
1: uh, Recast Kevin McAllister in that is just insane.
2: Is it? It's not a prequel of Home Alone. It's not like a mid-prequel film between home alone and home alone 2 but like the kid is definitely younger than macaulay culkin is yeah, in home alone he's 2. like a baby it's it's home alone
0: if gore was elected
2: oh <laughs> but like in the future
0: yeah, yeah if gore was elected then that wouldn't have happened it's home alone <laughs> it, if it, the the butterfly effect of how did gore lose the 2000 election
1: began with home alone began with one of his signature traps, creating a <laughs> snowball effect that impacts the yeah. entire election.
2: The, the um. signature traps in Home Alone 4, like, running a remote control plate into uh, French Stewart's balls.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, just, well, just flat flat out out that's violence. That's,
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's... If Kevin McAllister hadn't done all these things back in the 90s, or the 80s, Gore would have been elected... And Kevin McAllister would have actually have been in 2012.
1: Mm. Mm. Or 2002? Which 2002. one is he
0: kept? 2002?
1: <laughs> There's a scene in Home Alone 4 where they kind of mimic the fun part of being home alone, right? And in the first one, in the original, Kevin is home alone, he makes a pizza, he orders food, whatever, he watches movies, he's got run of the house... He's having a blast being alone. And they kinda of do that in Home Alone 4, but it's just a sequence where the kid like dances and makes insane faces at the camera. And the camera just like zooms in and twists and moves and music plays. <laughs> so it's just this kid just going like, Imagine like, shooting man, screaming. <laughs> and it's like so jarring. It's so just like <laughs> It's, like, loud and aggressive and insane with this kid just making googly eyes at the camera. And it's so not the mark of, like, what a kid does when they're home alone. It's just terrifying. Imagine,
0: like, going home after that day of filming being, like, that was, like, today's work. We had this little kid go, like, ooga booga. And I just pointed it, stuck a camera right in his face. I'm so glad my agent
1: can dance on my uh, audition card. And so I got to, like, demonstrate that skill today. (laughs)
2: it's it's also wild because and I think it's like because that one it's in a smart house like it's a super futuristic (laughs) smart house and I think like it's got to be that like nothing was interactive in this like set of a smart house they made like you can't actually interact with the wall of 15 TVs other than like the thing they have planned as a set piece for it so it's like what can we have this kid do in a smart house that anyone could relate to or that he could even like (laughs) improvise and interact with to have fun and it's just like he can sit in this chair and dance but that also
0: seems like obviously what you're saying is that they like wrote the movie really dumb and I'm just agreeing with you but that also seems like the perfect perfect time to show off all the great smart house features as it's like he's home alone now he's gonna tell the house to like make him ice cream right
2: yeah, me no. a chocolate hairdo. You're <laughs> smart, but uh, they're not. Did you yeah, know that Ryan guys. Reynolds was attached to produce an R-rated Home Alone reboot, Stoned Alone? Wow, that's awful. Uh, it seems like it's still in. Like this was just last summer, so I don't know if yeah. it's still. They just need to get their
0: shit together. They're so they're so all over the place. Those Stoned Aloners. Oh my god.
2: That is rough.
0: It's so rough how stoned those guys are. Wow, is that a still that you (laughs) sent us, Mitch, from when he's having fun? Like, Uh, being home alone?
1: That's a moment where the butler approaches and he screams before he realizes it's just the butler walking across the room towards him. He has a butler? Yeah. Oh, here's a fun thing about Home Alone 4. He's literally (laughs) never home alone. (laughs) Wow.
2: Wow. Like a. Uh, also, did the you say the actor's
0: name? name is Max Weinberg?
2: Yeah. The drummer? <laughs>
1: that
2: does not sound <laughs> like a child not, actor. I think it's Mike Weinberg. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> it's worse. Uh, uh, Eric Avari, like talented actor, Eric character actor, Eric Avari is the butler in Home Alone 4. and He's a very talented actor. Oh. Yeah. he's Yeah. There's always people in this house. Yeah. It's, it's bonkers! Oh it's, wow,
2: yeah, no, he is like a—he is a good actor. He's the butler in Home Alone four. That's too bad. It's like there's so many things that are like absurd about it and make it like not a Home Alone movie. Like they very clearly I, I were also, like what? I mean, like
0: the Home Alone three also didn't have boy, boy genius, right? That Home had Alone- Alex D. Linz. Yeah. But he was a boy
2: genius.
0: (laughs) No, I just can't remember that kid's name. Like, the really famous actor. You're right. It's Alex D. Lynn's. No, the. uh, No, the. the, Oh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Like, at this. There there is some precedent for nothing fucking matters in Home Alone anymore
2: that this movie didn't set, so let's give it some credit. And, well, but, like, Home Alone 3 had uh, tracks. It was. It, it had was the toy super traps spies. and stuff. I
1: remember it was. He cool. was. It, it brought he was the, changing uh, the RC car. car.
0: My uh, my uh, my best friend when I was a kid was uh, Alex D. Linz's stand-in on that movie. Wow. Yep.
1: What a great I, yep. connection yep. to Hollywood. Yep.
0: <laughs> he was I, just. Uh, he was like. Uh, besides, like the photos that existed with him and Alex D. Linz for me to believe him, because like when a kid just tells you that, because I didn't like super yeah. know he was just like I was his stand-in. I was just like, yeah, fucking right. And then he showed me the photos. Then the other thing was, see that scene? That's our TV remote in that scene. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, look. And he held up his TV remote. And it was an identical TV remote. But it's weird that they would like ask the stand in's family <laughs> to like bring in a prop of a TV remote. <laughs>
2: right like i feel like that like it definitely was an identical tv remote stood he saw it was or like maybe his like while they were watching it one of his parents was like that's our tv remote and he was like it literally is our tv remote (laughs) oh wow Mitch sent the scene. Is the
1: audio in mono on this video? I think so. Shout out to The Undertaker on YouTube for uploading Home Alone 4 in its entirety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he about to put on Aftershave and say, oh no? This is... Alright, so for the listener, uh, this kid is home alone. Uh, all he does oh is my God. Uh, sing in the mirror. He's wearing a robe and dancing to I Feel Good, and then he takes his robe off he's dancing so much like it's so hard he's acting his all and then he just takes a shower in the big fancy shower that has like six jets on the wall oh, I think he just, just hit he butler could butler with a drone yeah but he could take a shower whenever his parents are home yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you wanna use the fancy shower go for it they're not gonna not Aww. let you in the bathroom and like and then it, he just goes and flies his plane outside you can fly presumes. your plane outside whenever you want
0: presumably like the parents trust like the butler is allowed to like discipline the child <laughs> yeah like, what i guess like i i don't i don't know anyone's ever had a butler <laughs> but i would imagine that like the parents trust the butler to like be uh, kind of a guardian of this kid and it's just right. like right what butler's just like damn it the kids home alone he can tell me what to do he can just boss me around
2: this is so unfortunate right, like even if you were home alone with the yeah it's just like this is at worst the equivalent of like a babysitter who didn't think they were going to babysit today like he yeah. is an adult in the room <laughs> he's not So going he to get lives fired. there
1: yeah
0: so Home Alone 4 is really bad and you can find the whole thing on YouTube. <laughs> yep. I makes basically do. want to watch Home Alone 5 because it's just like this series only had there was five movies and there was only two real ones and I don't really know that much about Home Alone 5 the holiday high. More than Heist. half of
1: the series. There's wow. a okay holiday so here's Heist. another thing I've uh, I've uncovered here. Uh YouTube Various users, maybe it 's the same person I would assume wait wait, wait real quick, is Home alone five about the Grinch is that the holiday heist? no no um, but, but it uh, is Malcolm, Malcolm McDowell is in it oh, and cool. uh, yeah, so they have videos on YouTube of home alone, but just the final battle, and there 's health bars on the screen, so like there's a health bar for every uh, every crook or bandit, and as they take damage from the tricks and traps like marbles on the floor their health bars go down. <laughs> so if you want a video game mechanic applied to the final battle scenes of Home Alone 4 and Home Alone 5, you can find those on YouTube as well.
2: That's <laughs> that's fun. And um Wait, do they do that for Home Alone 4 and 5 as well?
1: Someone on YouTube has it for 4 and for 5. I noticed cuz I've now searched both of those. Okay. Uh Home I'll just uh, I'll do Home Alone health bars and see what we got here.
2: Because, like, I would hope that they did it for one, two. and
1: Oh, yeah. Yep, it's everywhere. Uh, okay. Home Alone 3 Final Battle with Health Bars Remake. Cool. So someone's done it before, <laughs> and this is a remake. Uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York Operation Ho 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 with Health Bars. Yep, it's all there.
2: I would love the idea of only doing it for uh, number four and five, because it's like ABC isn't, like, really coming hard on the rights for that. Yeah. <laughs> Like. but i also just realized uh number five is the holiday heist but aren't all of them at christmas
1: time <laughs> christmas movies yeah 100 well, percent.
2: it didn't need a I... subtitle
0: did they? Do you think they marketed it as Home Alone 5, or did they market it as Home Alone Holiday Heist? Because maybe think, they were just like, we don't want to do the
1: 5, it's too high, the numbers are too high, we just want to do the subtitle instead. I
2: think they just marketed it with the subtitle.
1: There's no there's no number, because I think it's also not even trying to be Kevin McAllister anymore, so now it's just like the Home Alone universe. Yeah. Well, yeah, and plus, well, they don't like, even have the same like typeface. Right, yeah. and this is also... Um, This is also like uh, TV movies, like holiday movies are pumped out a thousand a year. So this is just like getting in on the holiday thing. It's almost not even important that it's Home Alone. That's just like the theme of this Christmas movie that they're putting on ABC Family.
2: And yeah, so I guess like they had to say holiday heist so people understood like... It is part of our Christmas programming this year, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: The link I sent you guys is real rough, guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I, I'll copy the image instead of this weird link to the most insane web page I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> uh, I gotta go to this now.
0: It's just like the weird. It's very metadata e of just like. Oh, yeah.
2: Technically,
0: this website needs to exist in order I for Google see to the return metadata. images. Well, should we go to a break, guys?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, my man, my friend. Okay, my friend, my man.
1: Okay, my guys, my goons.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, after the break, which this is, we're going to listen to that and the, but during the break, which this is, we're going to talk about how you should go listen to A Romantic Evening with Wildcats on Spotify, also, our next album comes out September first. It is the first of our four album series, which will finish out the year. September, October, November, December are all going to be this series. Uh, it's called uh, "In the Search of the Senses," and it's about like a um, uh, this first album is, is, is about a magic chef boy. I guess we'll talk. We'll talk more about. No, no, no. We te- I'll tease it now. It's about a magic chef boy uh, in a magic school in Spain. His name is Ah oh, shit. Ambrose something and he goes to school and he has friends like uh, I don't really remember (laughs) most of the details about this album series (laughs) it was a good name Ambrose uh, it was Ambrose something it's really fun though Uh, oh here comes an ambulance Emergency, where's the fire? Well, it's the all the fire tracks on our upcoming album. Okay, well, so yeah, get ready for all those fire tracks about Ambrose something in this album called L'Academia del Quatre. That's the name of the school he goes to in Spain, the magic school. It's like, uh, it's sort of like Harry Potter meets Catcher in the Rye, but it's all in Spain and he's a chef. Have I sold you on this yet? Do you really want to hear it? Let me know if I sold you on the album or if I should find out his full name. Oh, oh, Ambrose... Oostberg. Ambrose Oostberg. All right, back to the show. A little man.
2: We're back, we're listening to Wildcats in the podcast And you're about to hear Wildcats and the standing desk How does that make you feel, Adam, Mitch?
0: Oh, good, Good, I'm at a standing desk right now (laughs) I'm not, but I like (laughs) my desk a lot
2: (laughs) Yeah, your desk is still standing, even after the earthquakes this summer
0: Well, I'm still standing by desk, Elton Desk
2: Mm, That's good So (laughs) Thank you my friend (laughs) I needed
0: that right then (laughs) How much How much Stop me if you think I'm saying too much To get people ready for the episode This is a really short episode Of And the Oh god as soon as I do this I feel like I have to sneeze That serves
2: I'll stop you Adam (laughs) Stop Adam bless you Stop Stop and d- sneeze. I stopped. <laughs> you did. You failed, Charlie. You did not stop him. <laughs>
1: uh, I
2: stopped and sneezed. I did. I did. I stopped. Next time, I'll get you. It's mostly. Uh, it's mostly. It's. It's like. Uh, it's mostly
0: exposition. Is that fair?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fairy. <laughs>
0: I guess ten minute, a short 10 minute episode that we did towards the beginning of the season to just force us to like get our story fucking straight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a, I think, I think it felt good because it was just this nice smart move. And Hey, if this like devalues the show to a listener, well, I just think you need to be more considerate of our hard work, but it was so great to be like, wow, three episodes done. Like, at that point in yeah, the day. Yeah, because we record like, seasons
0: we in two days, and we had started really late on day <laughs> one, and it was so just late. like, fuck, we're fucked. Like We're but supposed like, to be oh. recording
1: at 10, and it's 1 in the afternoon. I picture this episode as like a slingshot into what I'm thinking is one of the crazier but also best seasons of this of this uh, musical adventure and this was just like a nice like cool the path is clear let's go and then we do a bunch of crazy shit um but this also has a really fun bit that i'll uh, wait for you all to hear
2: and actually if you're a listener and you are pissed off about us not recording songs for this episode well we didn't do it to allow you guys the opening to record your own songs for this episode <laughs> so if you want to put out to make a quick four-song EP, tracklist it yourself, uh, let us know. Send us emails, and the best one might get send featured us on...
0: emails!
2: <laughs> if
1: you want to do that, then just send us emails. Yeah, Adam's going to upload a uh, vocals-only version, so you can lay your own soundtracks and uh, theme songs. I will if say, like, if someone sent us an album and could verify that they recorded it
0: according to the Wildcats rules, we would absolutely put it out as a Wildcats album. Oh, hell
1: yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy thought that no other band has probably done. (laughs) Wow, this sounds like us. It's cool. All right, here's the new Radiohead album. (laughs) It's just like, well, you sat there, you had the kind of conversations (laughs) that
0: we do when we make our albums, so I guess...
1: You follow the specific rules that we've made public to everyone who listens to us?
2: Yeah, I guess that's the thing is like we are one of the few bands that like doesn't describe itself by like it as a collective or like a vibe. It's just like No. It's like a game that has rules. If you follow (laughs) the rules, it's Wildcats. And so I mean why aren't other people wildcatsing?
0: Yeah. Because we're also, you know, we're half of a band and we're half an improv team that plays one improv game.
2: Yeah, and if other people played like your actually, we play two now. We play two games now. They're just really similar. Yeah.
0: The podcast and the album the same
2: improv game as like an improv team. The improv team would let them perform under their name. And if
1: other people did this improv game, we'd get more famous.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: and. But then the thing is, if other people did this improv game, what would it be like? Uh, so do you know why I called you into my office? (laughs) Good God. Uh, Well, that's not what the standing desk is like, but it's probably more like that
1: than any other episode this season. That's true. Yeah, it opens with a question. Doesn't really set the setting.
2: It's all about, welcome to my office. have uh,
1: Have you named anyone Garrett in the podcast?
2: I don't know. I don't remember.
1: Um, Adam, you might, might not be privy to this, but Charlie named someone Garrett in, like, every improv session that uh, Dead Planet had. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Adam, I don't
2: remember any and Andy Garretts at all.
1: Oh, definitely his go-to name.
2: Yeah, like, if it happened, I feel like it would have been, like, I don't know, like, one of the frat guys in, like, the... and the Insultown Terror or something like that. Like, mm. it would have been... Earlier, what in do the you mean, show. fart guys? What <laughs> I'm so sorry, uh, but yeah, it's fun <laughs> to meet Garrett, uh, whatever, whoever he would be. And while hey, maybe, the-
0: maybe we're about to meet Garrett. Oh, Ooh. who hope. knows? Well, without further ado, wildcast in the standing desk,
2: bring it on, and buddy. Enjoy.
0: <laughs>
2: Who's that looking in my window? It's Director
1: Goldby, and he's got,
2: got a mission for me. Ooh. We're going back to our... Piece
1: old favorite city.
2: That's right. Our former home. Washington, D.C.
1: Wild, 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 wild cats. Wild, 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 wild
0: cats. Wild, 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 wild cats. Standing desk.
1: So, we're really glad you could meet with us, Mr. President. Of course, we you know I'm on a tight schedule today, boys, so let's move. Oh, sure, yeah, we can just Absolutely. squeeze behind you. Walk and talk, walk and talk.
0: All right, uh, okay. Oh, it's fast.
2: President Andrew Anderson, Jr., honestly, we're glad, we're very excited to see all of the things you've been doing since you became president a few years back. You're so much better than your dad was. Well,
1: not a a hard thing to do, but we're trying really hard here. Things have been working really, really well, uh, and I'm I'm, I'm proud of a lot of the progress we're making. It's a lot to, you know, it's some evil shoes to fill, but I plan on turning this whole country around.
2: Hey, you're also filling the shoes of us, the Wildcats, (laughs) and our friend Director Colby. Both pretty good presidents?
1: Sure, yeah, there was uh, some ups and downs, but uh, look, we're turning things around, and... uh, why, why are you here? Well, so we gotta ask you. I mean, obviously, the incident in Europe. Of course, when yes, Europe we've got it. Grown up. We've got all of the NSA and the CIA. Our top minds looking into things, but if, as you know, the information blackouts made things impossible.
0: Absolutely, and, and Mr. President, um, if 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 if, uh, if you have some time, I'd just like to explain to you. Uh, we we used to we used to work together as a team for the betterment of the country, of the whole world, uh, sometimes, you know, we can we can help in ways that the government can't, that your FBI, your CIA doesn't quite
1: do. Well, gentlemen, I'm glad you brought that up, because I think we probably could find something for you to do. I mean, as you know, we can't get much access to Europe at this time. Oh, of course. You guys said something about the electrical surges? Yeah, we went to Europe just last week, and... Turns out there was
0: a big... there was... No, we, obviously, we all know about all the power outages that happened all over, but... Something happened to our, our friend, Ben. It was, I, I tried it, to
2: play Fortnite and a Look am a kid! Look at
1: He's it. getting his mind back slowly. He's remembering a lot more every day, but... I mean, you know, this would not fly if you weren't the Wildcats. I mean, this kid cannot have
2: clearance, but... <laughs> what?! Just make yeah, him keep can up. I touch that?! He has no, the best clearance of done. all of us. He has what? He has the best... He is the best clearance of all of oh, us. Oh, you're so talking about, then. like, if you're going in, like, a drive-thru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boys,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I'm very busy today. Oh,
2: sorry, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, we're back here, we used to work here, and this is most of what we did, was just shoot the shit walking anyway, through the
0: yeah, halls. Back so, yeah. in my time, I
2: used to have top-secret clearance! Okay, Ben, here's a lollipop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. President, uh, we just wanted to ask you, because... I know this is kind of a sore spot for you, and with the electorate, it might be, it's a little, it's a little troubling, you don't like to bring it up, but, you know, you know your father, Mm -hmm. he was the founder of the cause, you know, the group that tried to take over all of the world
1: governments, not a year ago. You're aware of that, right? I am aware, and I've looked through some of his files, and, of course, much of the information was destroyed in the battle on the moon, but. Of course, sorry about that. He was an evil man, and his organization wanted, well, as you know, world domination. And, and they phrased it in this way of creating a utopia, banning music, banning sex, all of those sort of things, creating this perfect world. But as right. you know, that, that it's just not possible. No. So there's nothing in all his files, and anything you found, like nothing connecting the incident in Europe to this.
0: And by this, I mean the cause. Oh, I dare not speak a name of the White
1: House. Yikes! Sorry. Right. You know, there might be one piece of information. I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure. It's been a long time since I read it, and at the time, it, it meant nothing to me. But Operation Voting Age. Voting. Age. Yeah. Uh, keep up. Ah!
0: Ah! Sorry! Sorry! sorry. Yes, yes, like sorry. I said, it
1: meant nothing at the time, but now it could have. Could explain a lot of things Yes, the, the cause might very well be Behind what happened in Europe
0: Right, right Because then that pushes Everybody in Europe Into the voting age It creates an enormous Very malleable electorate
1: And these voters, voters Being plus, plus. little kids Yeah
0: well, that. we got some people here, part of the, like, members of... Farmers from upstate New York, they're pissed about the new... Uh, that we took down, that we, that we started replacing the uh, solar panels on the roof. They think about we, that, we, that we're against green energy. Someone's got to talk to these guys. Come on.
1: Put out a message. I am pro-green energy. That's going to be a, a big part of my reelection campaign. Uh-huh. Have them meet me in the Oval Office in, at 3.30. I'll
0: send it to Sybil. She'll punch it up. Thanks.
2: Man, um, I know this isn't on topic, but... Your first election's coming up. You... Just got in the office this time, the old-fashioned way, <laughs> or the new-fashioned way, as I've <laughs> liked to call it. But
0: <laughs> new fashions, old fashioned. I'll
1: tell you, boys. Give me a drink. Nothing'll ever, nothing'll ever, ever change me the way that day did. When the White House was nuked and a wasteland. It, just Again,
0: for, we feel partially responsible for that, and we're sorry. But it changed your life.
1: Yeah, and thank God Christy Monroe gave me a call before you boys arrived at the White House, or I would have had you packing. Oh,
0: yeah. 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 We owe a lot to her. And thanks, for, you know, uh, well, I understand you've been in contact with Christy. It's been great. It's great that we were able to meet together. It's great we're working together. It's, you know, it's
1: used, we're used to being us against the White House, or us is the White House. Yes. Well, speaking between the five of us, as you know, that I can't formally come out as a member of the Crows, and... Wouldn't expose that, but...
2: We respect that, Mr. President. I've
1: learned a lot from Christy Monroe, a former president of these here United States. That's right. And, well... I'll help how I can. I hel- I'll help how I can.
0: She's a wise woman.
1: Mr. President, it's me, your speechwriter, Sybil Babeline. Sybil. <laughs> well, I
0: just... What you gave me was a mess. You wanted me to fix up this speech about the incident in Europe, but there's nothing I can do. We need a stronger point. We need, in fact, three strong points. Something... What, what is the U.S. going to do about this? We don't have that. We're a mess.
2: <sighs> Sybil,
1: I'll have to improvise it. Oh. Huh?
2: You'll go off script? Yeah. Gosh, I He really guess. is one of the crows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sir, may... I have the reporters meet me in the press room at four o'clock. Okay, I hope I still have a job after this. Uh, don't worry.
0: Sir, may I steal you uh, a moment of your time?
2: Keep up. We're moving. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, I, private for a moment
1: it well, a indisti- unfortunately indistinct voice. Fall back a little bit. Give us about 15 feet, but keep up. Uh, okay. How can I help you? Yes, sir.
0: Sir, uh, the agencies have begun a plan to respond to the situation in Europe, codenamed Project X. And what about it? Well, first of all, we need you to approve the strike. Second of all, we need access codes to get into the vault.
1: Mm. All right. Access granted, but don't let that strike fall until midnight, two days from now. Make it happen. It'll be so. Wildcats.
0: Oh yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up?
1: Look, something has to be done, and I'm issuing a strike. But huh? On who? On Europe.
2: A collective labor action? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now that's what I like to hear, Mr. President. <laughs> Unions. Yes. Fuck with the proletariat. But <laughs> The old-fashioned way.
1: Europe is chaos, as you know. These adult children... My insider knowledge has told me that they're running amok. I set this strike to occur in two days from now, and that things will really start getting cleaned up. We're bringing in all of our forces, making things... Work. we got to fix society if we can't fix these kids. Absolutely. It'll but, become anarchy, I'm afraid. Exactly. But I've given you guys two days to get in there beforehand and okay. see if you can figure out what happens. And if not, the, the case is, the strike happens, and we move yeah. on with society. I'm not crossing a picket line. I don't want to be a scab. <laughs> and I wouldn't expect that of you, Charlie. So, Mr. President, do you have any advice where to start?
0: <sighs> Anything you can find in, that, in the papers about the cause. like Any... Here.
1: Here's the folder. Project Voter Rights. Wildcats, this is all I can do for you. My time is up. Okay, thanks
2: for your time, Mr. President. And if it's okay, I'd love to sit in that press briefing at four.
0: (laughs) Oh, man.
2: Uh, What a great episode. Thank you for coming. Charlie, give me a hug. Come here, give me a hug, dude. Oh, Adam, here it comes. Here it comes two arms right around your back.
0: Should I do like some SNL end of the episode music under this?
2: Yeah.
1: Please. This uh, guys, this has been the best week of my life. Oh my god. It's week. Did you know that it's it weak? turns out that the
0: cast members of this podcast are actually friends? And yeah, after you know- the show, what we want to
2: do is hang
1: out. Yeah, and it takes us a full week to produce this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's just because we're constantly saying naughty stuff, and that can't go on air. So yeah. the idea uh, for I'm... the
0: standing desk is that who is the standing president? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there
0: it is, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
2: I, I didn't hear what you said, Adam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that <it> true?
2: <laughs> yeah. You
1: really? Wait, really?
2: Yeah. It broke up for me. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said that the wait. idea of the standing desk is who is the standing president.
2: <laughs> oh. That's not what I was referring to in the break. But uh, I basically told everyone, though, I could explain the mythos behind the name of the standing desk that we discussed okay, before wait, the episode. If that isn't it, then what is it? Yeah, then you have to say it. Because I don't know So it. I feel like, and maybe this is some mythos that, like, maybe two of us signed on to and other people didn't but i had a narrative that i had in my head where the standing desk was uh after the events of season two where we nuked the white house uh the standing desk the desk was the last thing standing uh the desk of the oval office and robert andrew anderson's son was the first one to get there, so that's why he's president. Uh, (laughs) You're definitely right
0: that, like, there's no way you just made all that up. (laughs) Like, we did... We must have joked about that.
1: Yeah, that checks out.
0: Yeah. That's
1: some Uh, good.
0: But is it canon? We don't know...
1: It had to have yes, some sorry. sort of deeper reason, otherwise, the standing desk is not an interesting title name compared to all the other episodes.
2: Yeah, but, but I think I think like because like we had the title way before we had the concept of this episode, right? Well, <laughs> but, but it was that's, just that's like
1: that's true of every episode. That's very weird. Then yeah. why did we have that title name? I guess we liked it. Yeah. Was it one? can imagine. Was it one it of Spencer's? It has if to be. If only we
2: could know.
0: Yeah, who, who, who knows? Uh, um, well, we had a great week,
1: best week of my life. I just want to thank um, the the guys. I want to thank Charlie for letting Wildcats continue to exist. I want to thank, thank David you. S.
0: Pumpkins.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Lord, thank you. Thanks, David. <laughs> Adam calls him David. I I refer to him as Mister Pumpkins. Mister S. Pumpkins. <laughs>
2: I don't refer to him at all after what he did. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
1: would uh, would okay, uh, Tom Hanks such a good sport. I guess there's only one thing left to say on this episode, right?
0: Yeah. Any questions?
2: That's cool. that's his quote. Yeah, that's cool. I think it's very cool. <laughs> Thank you
1: for the both of you applauding. (laughs) I appreciate both of you applauding for me.
0: Tom Hanks is hugging Raekwon right now. (laughs) Or wait, with musical guest Wildcats? (laughs) Oh, yeah. But we didn't do any songs.
2: Yeah. Imagine if a band came out and just (laughs) did
1: their skits. The one time Wildcats (laughs) gets uh, booked on SNL, we do our uh, non musical episode. be amazing
0: we just want to trick right the point. audiences into thinking we're cast members so it's like let's just do a sketch
2: oh wow <laughs> that's that so would be good so funny <laughs> if just like the band wrote their own sketch and just like <laughs> like lauren is fucking fuming the whole time yeah uh, tom
1: hanks is like Ladies and gentlemen, Wildcats. And Charlie walks out and he goes, Do you have any reason to believe why I called you into my office today, Garrett? And we just do a scene.
2: We just put down the guitars and drums and stuff and pick up, like, fake uh, like facades of, like, office desks. And-
1: yeah, we shittily built our own props, even though, like, we could have used the ones they have. <laughs>
2: They're all like poorly made out of like plywood.
1: <laughs> <sighs>
0: wow, great idea! <laughs> Can't believe we hit on like the best idea of the whole podcast right at the end. Oh, it's very good. That's the life we live, my friend-o. Very a very good life. <laughs> a very good life. <laughs> okay, well, we'll be back next week. There's another episode oh, man, before be a week back. off, right? We're not a week off. A week off from Anna but right there's one. There's
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one more up before the week off, and it's gonna be a big one because uh, I don't think it's spoiling too much to say that this season we really like thought about when the breaks would be, so we tried to leave you off with a big, big adventurous episode right at each break. What's the next uh, one called? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Oh, I've got it. It is yeah. Wildcats and the Big
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you it was
2: going to make you go ooga ooga.
1: <laughs> I don't I, I, my, go, ooga. My, both of my hands are on my cheeks and my mouth is open, <laughs> yeah. man.
2: Man. Well, yep. I'm excited for the listeners to hear that, but more than anything else, I'm excited to hear what the listeners are up to, so please reach out to us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, send but us emails. Uh, yeah, and Jesus to God, uh, <laughs> Sunday... <laughs> Sunday, September 1st, you're going to hear an incredible new album. That's true. Have we said the names of those albums? No. I think we, like, talked about... Maybe we did. Like, when we tracklisted the second one, I bet we said the name of the first one. Probably. Yeah, one's called
1: Jesus and one's called God.
2: (laughs) I actually
0: don't, uh... Don't know how to find it. I don't don't know how to find... Oh, no, I remember how to find the name of that album. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, in Search of the Senses, Colin. L'Academia Del's Quatre comes out September 1st. Wow.
2: See you in a week, guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. Didn't never want to be here. A- Are you guys ready <laughs> to
0: take one day off and then start just having a really hard, long week where we craft next week's episode? Yeah. Oh yeah man
2: gonna party tonight well, i'd love that day off back yeah, to t- work in
1: the morning
0: tonight we party fallon goes pop hard bottles yeah, i wish pop- i did
1: the any question sign off now but it's been like five minutes since <laughs> <I did> that.
0: right <laughs> let's go <laughs> <laughs> bye
2: bye